Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another video. I just wanted to uh, pop on to say this isn't a normal video this week. I was planning to get a full episode done and recorded before the bank holiday weekend, but I am... Um, not going to be able to do that so I instead thought it might be an idea to share with you what my patrons get every month which is an episode of weird things I find in old newspapers so um yeah so enjoy I hope you enjoy this kind of slightly different episode I didn't want to kind of just try and cram together um an episode of Macabre London and not give it my all or it not be the best and the the episode I'm going to put out next I was struggling a little bit to kind of make it flow properly so I figured best off to just give myself a little bit more time and to um and to see you with another episode in a couple of weeks. So enjoy. Sorry if this isn't quite what you were expecting. Um, and if it wasn't, then I'll, I'll see you next time. And um, thanks for watching. I weirdly have the theme tune to Blackadder stuck in my head and I don't know why. <laughs> and welcome back to another weird things that I find in old newspapers. I know I say this quite often, but today's one is a good one. When I was doing the research for the Tutankhamun episode, I found loads of really interesting stuff. And also there's a new episode of Macabre London that I am researching right now. And I've been finding loads of really cool, <laughs> random stuff whilst I've been researching. So I got a few, a few good ones for you today. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Now we have got a few new patrons. So hopefully this isn't your first introduction to uh, What If I On. <laughs> if it is, then hello and welcome. Um, thank you for joining us. So this is where I just find 
find like old random stuff in in newspapers that it wouldn't ever make it into a full episode but it's just um yeah i just think they're interesting things that you would probably find interesting <laughs> you can see why these don't make it into full episodes now can't you but it's all it's all the stuff that distracts me when i'm recording basically is is what these are um it's just stuff that i really find interesting and go under the radar if uh, if they didn't make it into these episodes and i think it's a shame to lose them so i i know that you guys will appreciate them so um yeah without further ado fatherado without further ado let's get into uh today's episode you can be a guest in your video hi <laughs> hi what are you doing <laughs> neil's joining in apparently hey. do you want to do you want to read one of my stories no no mm. why not I'm doing things. oh do those things include reading one of my stories oh catch you later <laughs> okay Stay fresh, cheese bags. That was our, our guest for today, who didn't want to be a guest, but had to get something out of his wardrobe, so had to be a guest. These are the joys of filming in a, in a tiny flat. Anyway, on to the first story. Welsh Mountain Murder, Reprieve Recommended by Home Secretary. And this one's from the Liverpool Echo from Thursday, June the 9th, 1949. For man who agreed with verdict, shot beauty on mountain, lovesick. It's not written very well, is it? But that's what it says on there. So there you go. The Home Secretary today recommended a reprieve for George William Jackson, sentenced to death at Ruthin, 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 Ruthin. Here we go again. It's my my fun uh, not being able to pronounce things. Um, thanks to Beth, who is one of our Welsh patrons, who um, corrected me on my pronunciation of. Uh, McCuntleth, that's what it was. And she said uh, apologies for the uh, the rude word in the centre, which <laughs> was quite funny. A bit like Scunthorpe. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go with Ruthen Assizes on May 23rd for the murder of 21-year-old actress Maglona Jenkin Jones, described as one of the most beautiful girls in Wales. Here we go again, Beth. Just help me if any of these are wrong, because I'm sure they will be. Miss Jones was found shot dead in a motor van on the windswept summit of the 1,800 feet Moel Famau. Moel Famau. She was the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Merrion Jones and had lived on the other side of the range of Pear Farm, Gwynafield. Mr. Arthian Davies, KC, prosecuting at the trial of Jackson, read a statement alleged to have been in Jackson's handwriting and found in his pocket when he was searched at Ruthen Police Station where he gave himself up. The statement included references to a desire that they should be cremated together and that the ashes should be dropped from the morning plane from Southampton to Jersey in St Brelades Bay, where they had spent a happy holiday. Jackson, who shot the girl in the head, told the court that he and Maglona suffered bitter depressions, these were due to the fact that her professional plans for a brilliant stage career came to nothing, and the personal plans for marriage failed to mature. After killing the girl, he tried to turn a gun on himself. The jury took eight minutes to find Jackson guilty, and when sentenced to death by Mr Justice Lewis, Jackson said, I am quite in agreement with the court. The judge told the jury, there is no question of this man's insanity. He is perfectly sane, however lovesick he may have been. So there you go. He doesn't sound like a very nice character, does he? Okay, from the same paper, which has just piqued my interest just as I looked at it now. This one's called Trapped Foot, Died. 
Mrs. Elizabeth Reed, aged 87, a widow of Well Cottages, Limin... Liminge. <laughs> Any of my American people, you might not get what that means, but in English slang, that's, that's quite funny. Near Folkestone, who was found in a field about a quarter of a mile from her home last night after being missing for 48 hours, died in Folkestone Hospital today. One foot was trapped in the wire of a fence over which she had apparently tried to climb whilst out for an evening stroll. Oh, poor Elizabeth Reed, 87 and died from falling over a fence. Ugh, what a way to go. Poor old lamb. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Gonna swap papers now, go to a different one. I think probably another one from around about 1949-ish. Yeah, so 4th of February 1949 I've got here. And this is the Daily Herald. And this one I found quite interesting. Sorry, I'm sitting in my bed at the moment and I've been recording all day and my back is quite sore from sitting here. And this one's called BBC Call Off Murder Play. Acquitted Man Alive. A reconstruction of the famous Camden Town murder of 1907 due to be broadcast last night was cancelled at the last minute because the man tried for the crime and acquitted is still alive. The programme called Alibi was in the Let Justice Be Done series on the Home Service. On Wednesday, a letter reached the BBC objecting the broadcast. It was from the relatives of 70-year-old Mr Robert Wood. In 1907, Mr Wood, an artist, was charged with the murder of Emily Dimmock, who was found lying on her bed in St Paul's Road, Camden Town, with her throat cut. Sir Edward Marshall Hall defended and won what he called the greatest case in my life. Mr. Wood still lives in London. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The BBC substituted for its dramatised version of the trial a recording of The Railway of Death, which sounds like something, an episode of mine really, doesn't it? The story of the Siam-Burma Railway. Last night, a BBC official said, We make it a rule not to broadcast programmes about criminal trials while any of the principals are still alive. Not the case today, is it? Plenty of stuff that gets broadcast now where everybody's still alive. The Camden Town murder caused weeks of sensation in 1907. At the six-day trial, a carman said he saw Wood leave the girl's flat at 5am on the day of the murder. Marshall Hall got the carman to admit he could not have distinguished the man, but for the lamps being alight. 
then dramatically produce proof that the lights went off at, and then this is all smudged out for some reason. I think the copy of the newspaper probably didn't go very well at this point. Another man who said he had seen Wood with the girl at 11.30 the previous night admitted under cross-examination he might be mistaken about the date. I defy you to hang a man on such evidence as you have heard, Marshall Hall told the jury. I do not ask you for a verdict of not guilty. I demand it. In 15 minutes, he got it. So there we go. Another interesting one. I'm sure you will agree. This one's from the same paper. Again, it caught my eye and I thought it's only a couple of lines, so that it'd be quite interesting. It's called Cinema Loses Its Nudes. Cardboard cutout photographs four foot high of nude women with a heart displayed in front of them were yesterday removed from the Cameo Cinema Charing Cross Road by order of the LCC which I guess is the London Council for something? The display advertising a physical culture film, The Body Beautiful. A physical culture film? Is that what the... Is... Ooh. <laughs> I might have to look that up. The display advertising a physical culture film, The Body Beautiful, was considered by the Public Control Committee to infringe the council's rules. Oh, maybe Lambeth City Council. Maybe that's what it was physical culture film i'll look up that film as well and see if i can find any clips and if it's safe for youtube if i can i'll insert a clip here instead of lying in bed dreaming of having a beautiful figure miss rosemary andre does something about getting one a few minutes every morning doing this cycling exercise takes off the inches where they can best be spared she says nice uh, position this if you don't suffer from blood to the head Exercise number two is designed to do the right sort of thing to a girl's waistline. Another waist reducer. A couple of minutes at this each morning will give you the right shape without developing bulging muscles. Okay, so one last one for today's episode. Again, this is from 1949 and we are on the Birmingham Daily Gazette, 24th of September 1949. Drug evidence in a murder charge. A 25-year-old Kings Heath man who appeared before Birmingham court yesterday on a charge of murdering his mother was stated to have been addicted to sniffing anaesthetics. And evidence was given by Professor J.M. Webster, pathologist of the effects that such an addiction might have. Sitting with bowed head in the dock throughout the hearing, two and a half hours, was Peter Edwin Willier of 66A Drayton Road and he was remanded in custody till next Thursday. Mr M.P. Pugh, who prosecuted, said that he would then ask for Willier's committal to Assizes on a charge of murdering his mother, Mrs Hilda Emily Willier, 55, of the same address. Professor Webster said the history for Willier showed that he had been an operating theatre orderly and had become addicted to sniffing trichlorith... Trichlor- Trichlore, hang on, trichlorethylene and ether. I know what ether is. Trichlorethylene, tri- trichlorethylene, both of which were anaesthetics. The effects of this habit induce a craving for the drug, said Professor Webster. Illness of a more serious type has been recorded where the common evidence are tremors, nausea, loss of willpower and mild delirium. One case has been reported where the patient became almost animal-like. Questioned by Mr Arthur Hale-Wright, who defended, 
Professor Webster said that Willia's behaviour before he was alleged to have attacked his mother was consistent with the mental outbreak of a trichloroethylene addict. Oh, unfortunately, my camera battery... Well, not my battery. My uh, memory card has just filled up, so you're not going to have uh, have um, a picture for this bit if you're watching the YouTube video. But obviously it makes no difference if you are listening to the podcast version. Mr Pugh said Mrs Willia died in the accident hospital two days after a neighbour found her in the garden with severe head injuries. Willia himself was found in a hysterical condition, and when taken to the general hospital, was so violent he had to be strapped to a bed in the casualty ward. He kept saying, I have killed my mother which is a pretty good blatant admission of the fact that he did it. Later, he told police officers, I hit her on the head with a piece of wood. I wanted her out of the way to have the house to myself. It is the trick. And here it's got in brackets, trichloroethylene. No wonder he called it trick, (laughs) because it's much easier to pronounce. She saw me taking it. You would not understand. It is too deep for you. Where is my handkerchief? I must have a shot and he inhaled, apparently. He then folded his handkerchief into the form of a pad, put it over his nose, and inhaled deeply. The handkerchief had a smell like that of ether. At 66A Drayton Road, said Mr Pugh, police found a piece of wood and an empty lemonade bottle, both of which were bloodstained. Two bottles containing trichloroethylene, there we go again, were also found. Judge Cope, a cowman of Willoughby Middle Lane, Headley Heath, King's Norton, brother of Mrs. Willia, said that she and the accused were exceptionally devoted to one another. Willia strung as a child and did no full-time schooling, although he was very intelligent. And that's where that one ends, so I guess he must have, I, I don't know, I don't know what happened to him. We shall never know. I'm sure I could probably Google it and find out. Maybe I will. <laughs> Okay, thank you for joining me for another Weird Things I Find in Old Newspapers. I hope you enjoyed that one. And um, I will see you ghouls next time. Um, You can't see me, so I'll have to do the noise of my nails instead. (laughs) Thanks for watching. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.